Welcome to another episode of Latinos Who Thrive. I'm your host, Victor Escalante. Today marks the last episode of the year 2023. What a run we've had. Today I'm breaking things up a little bit by answering questions that have been submitted by some of you and questions that I had to answer for a local story that was done about my podcast. So I decided to give you some insight and some history into how this came about. So one of the questions I was asked was, what initially inspired you to create a podcast focusing on Latino success stories? In my experience, working in media, as a media veteran working in TV, radio, print media, I worked at the Houston Chronicle and the Business Journal, I saw that Latinos were not getting enough coverage. There is a lot of success stories here in Houston, and in covering a lot of these stories over two decades, I saw that they were not getting enough airtime. And I also saw that the stereotypes of Latinos is not being properly portrayed, and we need to have a greater representation. And so I decided to focus on bringing these stories and, and their struggles to succeed, and at times to succeed against all odds. And so I'm very thrilled and I'm very excited to bring you these stories that many of these people I know firsthand. Another question is, do you feel your own personal experiences as a Latino have shaped the direction of the podcast? Totally, 100%. As a Latino, as an immigrant from Mexico, coming to America and living firsthand through a lot of the challenges, first the language barrier, then the cultural differences, and then all the different stereotypical roadblocks or barriers that we had to overcome in order to establish ourselves have deeply impacted me, and I tried to bring you some of these points in my interviews to showcase how others have done it and how you can do it also. Another question is, what are the biggest challenges and triumphs you face in running Latinos Who Thrive? Early on, the biggest challenge was just trying to get guests because uh, if you're just starting out and you don't have a following, the big names, the big uh, success stories don't necessarily want to come on your show. But I'm thrilled to tell you that now being in the top 100, according to Feedcast of Latino Podcast, now I have agencies uh, throughout the country that are contacting me to book their, their guests. Another question is, what criteria do you use when selecting guests for the podcast? My only criteria is show me that you have thrived in your area of expertise against all odds. That's all I care about. And if you have not had uh, odds that you've had to struggle against, show me that you have succeeded and thrived as a Latino or Latina in, in this space so that I can tell your story. That's it. I have had people that come from humble backgrounds and, and they don't necessarily uh, shine in the spotlight and I have brought you their stories. Some of these people are activists that they grind in, in the shadows of communities hoping to bring about positive change. So if you have a good story, by all means, contact me because I would love to tell your story on my podcast. Another question is, how do you approach your interviews to create both inspiring and insightful conversations? That's simple. Every good story has 
an obstacle or has a challenge. And therein lies the beauty of an interesting story is, what are the odds that you've had to overcome? What are the challenges? How did you succeed against all odds? Because that's when it gets interesting. I remember early on, I had a guest interview that he had no challenges. And as much as I tried to draw him out, he, I think, eventually uh, opened up and told me about one challenge that he later regretted, and he asked me to delete the interview. So if you are not transparent, if you are not ready to tell us uh, some of these challenges that you've had to overcome, then this podcast is not for you. Another question is, have you encountered any unexpected topics or perspectives that have shifted your understanding of Latino success? I wouldn't say so, because the lane of Latino success, there's a lot of things in common. In doing this podcast over now going on four years, you begin to see the themes and the topics, and basically the faces change or the names change, but the story is relatively the same. Another question is, what are your hopes for the long-term impact of Latinos who thrive on the Latino community? My hope and dream is that through storytelling of Latino successes, that you can be inspired, that you can take that step to get your master's, to get your PhD, to launch a company, to be able to take that, to find that seed in you of greatness, to find that motivation, to take that risk, to do the impossible and to take the first step and just keep walking. Just keep moving forward for you to become a huge success so that I can tell your story. Another question is, how do you see the podcast fostering connections and building a sense of shared purpose among listeners? My hope is that through you listening to these stories, that you can connect with some of these, these headline makers, that, that you hear their story, that you know them on a more personal and intimate level so that if you want to do business with them or if you want to contact someone to advocate for some issue that is near and dear to you, that you're not talking to a total stranger, but you have a shared history and common purpose in being able to approach these people. Another question is, do you have plans for future initiatives and outreach programs beyond the podcast itself? Yes but it's still too early for me to unveil these. So you have to stay tuned because in 2024, I'm going to do things on a bigger and better scale. Another question is, what are some of the most memorable or impactful stories you've heard from guests on the podcast? That a couple of memorable experiences that come to mind or stories that we've shared in this podcast is that of Carlos Forsan. Carlos Forsan is vice president of a TV station network out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I'm reminded of his story of how he had to basically trust God to lead him to where he was meant to be after he was laid off from his job as general manager of a radio station where I met him and worked with him together in El Paso. It turned out the right decision for him, the right choice was, of course, properly made when he prayed to God that he lead him to where he was meant to be. And of course, he is a huge success out in that marketplace. 
Another story that comes to mind is a local uh, community leader. He said that you got to put yourself in the path of success. Uh, what he meant, and he used the example, it's almost like you have to get in the middle of the road for success to hit you. What he meant by that, of course, is that you have to be positioning yourself to be run over by success because you got to be at the table. You got to be at those networking events. You got to be able to connect with people. You got to be able to make pitches to decision makers that can turn out to be a big windfall. So my advice to you is always trust in God that he has a plan for you, that he will lead you to the right place, and always put yourself in the path of success. No one ever succeeded being in the shadows, being in the dark. So you got to take initiative. You got to take action. Now the question is, have you featured thrivers who offered practical advice or actionable steps for achieving success? Every single interview I tried to bring you actionable steps that you can take because a good story is is not properly processed if you don't have practical steps that you can take after listening to a good story so that is why i always try to squeeze from every every interview they can share with our listeners one final question is do you have advice for aspiring latino entrepreneurs professionals or leaders who want to make their own mark on the world Yes, advise you to be a reader. Always stay abreast of the latest and greatest books that are coming out because readers are leaders. I have a huge library and I have easily read over 800 books in my lifetime. And I'm always reading two or three books at a time because you need to be educated in current events, in current trends, in current thought leaders. I also advise you to up your game and learn skills that are going to bring you compounded benefits, such as public speaking, which is why I offered in 2023, a client of mine came to me asking me to train her in public speaking. And I decided that this was a very, very necessary skill set that people need to learn. And that is why I launched uh, my public speaking mastery course training. I also encourage you to network. Network, network, network with uh, key people in your community. Join chambers of commerce. Attend networking events by other groups and organizations. And always find a way that you can uh, share in your talent, in your time, in your energies towards causes that are near and dear to you because it is only by giving that you're able to be recognized as being someone that is trustworthy, someone that, that is going to be able to be brought into circles where those circles are closed unless you bring something to the table. I'm reminded of my friend Jose Monterrosa, who serves on a lot of boards and has served in a lot of organizations, and he introduced me to the concept of being a volunteer for a lot of these organizations early on. And of course, it's no wonder that he's at the top of his game and that he's success. That's going to do it, my friends. Until 2024, go out and thrive. And thank you so much for your listenership. And thank you so much for your continued listening. 
Have a great end of 2023. So long.